the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. She's a heartbeat away from the presidency. Yeah, that would be Kamala Harris, and she's been nothing if not unimpressive since becoming vice president almost five months ago. She's in Guatemala now, at least she was yesterday, and while she was there, she she told people to stay home and not come to the U.S. border. Now, when Donald Trump said the same thing uh, a year or so ago, uh, the Washington Post said it was reminiscent of the Nazis. No reference to the Nazis uh, since Kamala made the same remark, of course. No, that's totally different. She's, she's uh, being smart about it. Anyway, her usual response when asked a tough question or anything resembling a tough question, if she ever gets one, is to giggle. And the big guy made her the border czar several weeks ago. She's never done a press conference on the issue, and she's never been to the border. She was, as I said, in Guatemala yesterday, and she did a sit-down with Lester Holt of NBC. He got her giggling when he asked her the question that everybody's been asking. Okay. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border. We've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I, mean, I don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance of the border. Well, well, I haven't been to the border either. In other words, she has no plans to go to the border. And if Guatemala is any indication, that should make people on the border pretty happy because the people in Guatemala greeted her with signs that told her to go home and leave them alone, which is a pretty good idea. Here's my question. If Kamala wants them to stay in Guatemala or Mexico or San Salvador or any of those countries down there, why doesn't she just tell them what the Democrats have been telling us for over a year now. America is a bad place for people of color. We've got the systemic racism going on here. We have white supremacy and white privilege. That's made uh, life hell for people of color. Going all the way back to 1619. Uh, you know, maybe the uh, Democrats, uh, maybe Kamala, maybe our government, I guess, sh- should run some ads in those countries with that message. Tell them how terrible it is here, just how, the way they tell us that all the time. That should keep them home. Meanwhile, here at home, a senator from right down the road in West Virginia is really making the Democrats and their friends in the media mad. He doesn't want to blow up our election system. We'll talk to an election expert about that when we come back. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offer's valid through 63021. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. Through generations of fighting, anger, and pain, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is still one of the most contentious and misunderstood issues of our time. Raising the question, is it possible to truly love your enemy? In the new film Hope in the Holy Land, 
Filmmaker Todd Moorhead discovers the truth behind the headlines and misinformation with personal stories from Jews, Muslims, and Christians in their own words, offering a beautifully produced, politically nuanced, and morally sensitive look at both sides of the conflict. Bishop Kenneth Ulmer says the movie is embarrassingly enlightening. Ambassador Michael Oren calls it a candid, courageous journey through the complexities of the conflict. Hope in the Holy Land takes an honest look at the history and history in the making as you've never seen before. Don't miss Hope in the Holy Land. Available now at SalemNow.com. Watch this film and pass it on. Go to SalemNow.com today. Sounds and sounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Zippy and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I had seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 2021 is the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine. Good nasal hygiene. We all know there's bad stuff in the air, allergens, bacteria, viruses, and that some of it's very dangerous. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, you can clean your nose with Navage. Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navage users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. So, uh, what's going on with that Arizona election audit? Didn't it, uh, did it find any fraud? Um, it will lead to audits in other states, including Pennsylvania. Hans von Spakovsky is a uh, legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. He's also the manager of their election reform initiative and a former member of the Federal Election Commission. He knows what he's talking about on this subject, and he joins us now. Hans, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Sure thing. Thanks for having me back. So, um, yeah, what, what, what are or were they looking for, and what were their chances of finding it? I'm talking about Arizona now. Well, you know, they they were doing an audit, the full extent of it, we're not, you know, quite sure of. Um, but they were, I think, trying to look at everything from were the machines properly counting ballots to uh, were there problems with all of the many, many absentee ballots um, brought in from uh, individual voters. I mean, they they were doing basically an audit from start to finish of the entire process to try to find problems, if any existed. Any success? Well, we don't really know yet because they're still in the process of doing yeah. it. But I, I, there's actually a, a good example of what this potentially can find. I, look, Maricopa County's been getting all the publicity, John, but they just are, are in the basis of finishing an audit in a little town in New Hampshire. And there they discovered that this is a town that uses um, paper ballots and computer scanners, you know, OptiScans, to count the ballots. So this, this is a situation where, you know, you fill out a ballot uh, and then you feed the ballot through a scanner, which counts the votes. And they discovered um, through this audit just recently that their computer scanners were causing big problems. They weren't counting the votes properly. Um, they're not quite sure why. They think that when people folded up their 
their paper absentee ballot. And then uh, when election officials unfolded it and fed it through the scanner, the crease went through the names of one of the candidates and may have caused the machine to either not count it or count it. The, the end result was they found 300 votes that had not been properly credited by the computer scanners to the winners in the election. And they found that the losing candidate who they thought had lost by 24 votes had actually lost by a hundred votes because the computer scanners were not properly working. If they hadn't conducted that audit, they would never have realized that they've got a problem with their uh, voting equipment and uh, would not be in a position now to try to fix it to make sure it doesn't happen again. Um, and just about every media report refers to what's going on out there as a, uh, a partisan exercise. Uh, they've dismissed it as uh, illegitimate. Was it necessary and justified, do you think, to at least take a look? Yeah, of course. And no, that, that claim is just absurd on its face. How does an audit after an election, how can that be partisan when you're doing, trying to do a very careful job of examining the whole process? Uh, John, look, you and I both know, right, that every private company and public company in the United States undergoes audits, what, every single year, right? So why in the world would we not do the same thing in the election area? In fact, I would hope that every state in the country, whether it's a red state or a blue state, would start doing these kind of audits after the elections to try to make sure that there aren't any problems that need to be fixed, like what this audit uh, uh, turned up in New Hampshire. Yeah, there there has been talk about us being started in other states. Um, Pennsylvania had a delegation out there uh, in Maricopa County to observe what was going on. Do you see that going anywhere? Do you think, uh, is Pennsylvania going to do it? Is, uh, or will any other state do it? Yeah, I, I think there's a real push now to do that kind of thing the same way. The same, the same energy that has caused states like uh, Arizona, uh, Iowa, Georgia, and Texas to try to pass election reform bills, I think is also there to pushing people to start conducting audits Look, not just of elections where there's a controversy, but after every election, they ought to do an audit again to make sure the whole system is working properly and that there aren't problems. Um, did you believe the results, Hans, from uh, Arizona on Election Day and the days after? Well, I'll put it to you this way. I Look, I haven't. I know there's been a lot of claims made about what happened out there. What I haven't seen is evidence one way or the other. To um, I, I haven't seen those. I haven't seen the credibility of those claims really investigated. So I, I you know, I don't know. You know, the, the state certified the result. They seem to think that there wasn't a problem. But hopefully, if you do an audit, it might resolve the questions that are continuing to hang over the results out there. Now, I'd like to ask you specifically about things that that I saw. That uh, and I'm, I'm I'm wondering if you saw the same things and and it it, it was done by Epic Times. Uh, I had a guy named Russ Ramslin on the show. He's a uh, cybersecurity guy. You've probably heard of him. And I saw lots of videos where they showed uh, what seemed to be pretty obvious examples of uh, during the election coverage. They would show the graphic behind the anchor on uh, whatever station it was, network it was. And Donald uh, Joe Biden's uh, totals would go up, you know, 11,326 votes at the exact same time that Donald Trump's uh, numbers dropped by 11,320. I'm, I'm making that number up. But and there were there were lots of examples of that, of uh, votes being switched. And Sidney Powell is still out there running around. She was the one who was pushing all that. And so was Russ Ramsland. Uh, and as far as I know, they're still saying the same thing. They're not backing away from it. Have you seen those videos, and why don't they qualify as evidence when people keep saying, "There's I've seen no evidence? Why is that not evidence, whether it's bad evidence or good evidence, but is it evidence of something? Well, I don't know, because the, what, what's being reported by uh, TV shows and, and um, news channels 
um, we don't know what happened between the information they're getting from the state and the folks working at the station who posted it. Did they make a data entry mistake? I, I don't know. You know, that seeing that happening on a TV screen is very different from was that happening in the uh, official government offices where the right. counts were going on? Because was there an error there? Or was there an error when it was being transmitted and, and received by the TV station? I, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, but uh, it was amazing that all of the examples they had of that happening, everyone favored Joe Biden. Not one went the other way that I saw. Well, I guess what I would say is that I think that ought to be investigated. Okay. Uh-huh. And it ought to be looked at. And that's. I think what ought to happen is the kind of thing that happened in, uh, remember Antrim County, Michigan? Antrim County was one of the places where the vote totals changed, I think, four different times. Mm-hmm. And they actually hired a computer expert, a very well-known guy from the University of Michigan, to go in and analyze what happened. And he issued a very extensive audit report. And what he discovered was that it was human error, a uh, compounded on top of human error. It was not a computer malfunction. It was not a hacker getting in. Now, his report did make recommendations on how to make the equipment, the computer equipment, more secure. But he went through and did a very detailed analysis to show that what happened in Antrim County was not intentional. It was just human error. That's the kind of audit and investigation that ought to be going on to look at the problems that you just mentioned. Yeah, and again, that that mistake... (laughs) It didn't. It didn't show Biden getting votes he didn't get. It, it was the other way around. I mean, it did show. It it, it, it favored Biden. Is what I'm trying to say. And not not yeah. the and mistake it finally was got in his favor. To show that, yeah. it, it finally got fixed to show that Trump had actually won that county. Right. But again, right. it was that kind of investigation and audit report that they they did very well there, and it, that's the kind of thing they ought to be doing all over the country. Yeah, and um, what do you think about the uh, – well, first of all, two things. First, there's a video out there that I've seen uh, on various outlets. Uh, it's a compilation of Democrats uh, talking in 2018 about the unreliability of the machines that they're using, they were using in the election, and how they can't be trusted. Uh, and I don't know if anybody in the media uh, or if any of those people have been – questioned about those comments they made two years ago or now three years ago i guess um but they're out there and they're that one uh, the nancy pelosi hillary clinton one person after another just trashing the uh vote counting machines and now they don't now it's a you're a conspiracy theorist if you question them i know they were playing politics with and none of them are experts on voting equipment and the kind of hardware and software used. They just were unhappy about the election results. Uh, I'm happy to look at a problem like that if somebody comes up with actual evidence Mm -hmm. that there's a problem. But that's not what Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi were doing. They they were just trying to blame. They were trying to uh, blame somebody other than, than themselves and the fact that voters just didn't like them and didn't want to vote for them. And last thing on on the the twenty six or the twenty twenty election, um, the the you, you see it mentioned many times that uh, I forget the number of states four or five states all seem to stop counting at the same time. Uh, everybody disappeared for a while, and and then they reappeared, and Joe Biden had gained zillions of votes. What do you make of that claim? Uh, again, I haven't really seen solid evidence that that actually happened, yeah. or that. So I, 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 I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, well, well, is it unusual for um, the a vote in any state to be stopped the way they were stopped on uh, election night uh, last November? You know. Uh, well, and, what normally uh, happens in a state is that the the vote totals go up in in leaps and bounds, because what happens is in a state like Georgia, for example, which has like 155 counties, is all of the counties finish their jobs of counting the votes at different times and report it in at, at different 
times of the the evening and the next day. So so it's not a steady stream of the vote count going up. Uh, it it goes in, like I said, it goes in spurts as different counties report in. So it's not unusual that. Uh, you might have time lags between um, the vote totals being added to. We're talking to Hans von Spakowski. He's uh, Heritage Foundation's uh, manager of the, their election reform initiative, initiative and a, a former member of the Federal Election Commission. Okay, I want to move on to uh, the big story right now. is coming from right down the road here in West Virginia, a few miles from where I'm sitting where Joe Manchin says he won't vote for the Democrats' S-1 uh, election reform. How important is it for this law not to be passed? It is extremely important. It's the worst. I think it's the worst bill I've seen in Congress in 20 years in working in, in the nation's capital. Uh, it would completely uh, have the feds take over our election process, and it would basically get rid of every safety and security protocol intended to ensure the fairness and integrity of the election process. It's as if they want to create a system in which it's easy to keep and easy to manipulate election results. So it's an extremely dangerous bill. I hope Joe Manchin sticks to what he says and is, and, 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 and is willing to fight this bill. Um, now, that's what you're saying, and I agree with you, but uh, the Democrats and the media, same thing, I know, but uh, they will say that this is about restricting votes and making sure that uh, black uh, voters don't uh, get their vote counted. Um, and how do you win that argument? Oh, you just talk about the actual facts. I mean, their, their claims are just absurd. Uh, it's like, look, their biggest their biggest gripe is the fact that some states uh, require you to show an ID to vote. And in fact, HR one uh, voids all voter ID laws. Well, you talk to Americans, uh, regular Americans, it doesn't matter what their color. And they say, well, of course you should show an ID. Uh, voter ID laws are supported by an overwhelming majority of Americans of all colors and all political parties. So the people in the media the Democratic Party leadership who are saying this is vote suppression, uh, voters don't agree with that. Yeah. And and uh, so how much of this comes from the fact that the Democrats really liked what happened in 2020? You know, that they liked, uh, first of all, the results, but, I mean, just the confusion that was caused and, and the uproar, uh, it seemed to favor them uh, and 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 sort of portray the Republicans as being the ones who were uh, trying to block people from voting. Do they like well, that? I think, think- yeah, no, I think they do. I, I think there's an old, uh, there's an old movie with a great line uh, called in chaos lies opportunity. And I think that's the way they view elections. Yeah. And uh, finishing up here, will we ever go back to having election day, you know, and, and absentee ballots only when it's excusable? Well, I sure hope so, but, uh, you know, Americans have this big push for convenience, sometimes at the cost of other considerations, so I'm not sure we're going to ever go back to having uh, everybody voting on election day. Well, so uh, just uh, finishing up here last, i got about 45 seconds. Where do you, if you were to make a prediction about where this is going to end, uh, where will it end? What are we going to end up with here by the time we start, we're voting for president in three years? Three and a half, I guess. I actually think a lot of states will have um, cleaned up their voter rolls. They're now in litigation fights over the election reforms they've passed, but more and more states are requiring an ID to vote, whether it's in person or absentee, and they're making efforts to clean up their voter rolls and find people who have died or moved out of state to make sure that, for example, people aren't voting in two different states at the same time. Well, we'll see what happens. Hey, uh, I really appreciate you coming on as usual, Hans. Anytime I'm looking to get uh, some clarity in this stuff, I call on you. You know what you're talking about. You were on the Federal Election Commission, and I hope you're right to get this thing fixed. Thanks for coming on again. Sure thing. Anytime. Okay. That's Hans von Spakowski from the Heritage Foundation, and we will be right back. 
With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The number of available jobs is up, way up. Here's correspondent Rita Foley. The economy is reopening at breakneck speed as we recover from the pandemic lockdown. There were a record 9.3 million jobs available in April. That's up an eye-popping 12% from March. But employers hired just over 6 million people. The message there? Jobs are opening faster than companies can fill them. The biggest increase in job openings? hotels and restaurants and listen to this the number of americans who quit their jobs in april rose 11 percent the highest figure in records going back 20 years i'm rita foley the heat wave gripping the northeastern part of the u.s the mid-atlantic region will be subsiding for some time according to the national weather service on wall street the dow jones industrial average right now is up by nine points this is srn news dads it's our job to capture as many memories with our kids as possible It's also our job to embarrass them. And if we're lucky, we get to do both. That's why I'm thankful my son created Legacy Box, the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos. And I'll never recover from the time you showed up to my middle school dance to disco in front of everyone. Thanks, Dad. But he's right. Simply fill your Legacy Box with your old VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos, and we'll do the rest. And in just a couple of weeks... You'll get your originals back, along with a DVD, thumb drive, or cloud delivery. Stuff that even an old man like me can figure out. Check out Legacy Box today. Plus, for Father's Day, we're offering an incredible 50% off. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This is one of the best discounts we've offered. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Mike Gallagher is excited for the future. People shelling out their hard-earned money and going to a movie to enjoy life again. Life is coming back. Summer camps are coming back. It truly does feel like America is emerging from the abyss. God is good, and this country is coming back. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA, and for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's regularly sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. All my pillow products come with a ten year warranty and a sixty day money back guarantee. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the my pillow mattress topper, and my pillow towel sets. Or call 800 716 8087 and use promo code STAG. 800 716 8087, promo code STAG. They say if you love something, set it free. At LifeLock, we say, What a load of bull hockey! All that saving up and paying off debt, and now some identity thief wants to set it free? Crazy talk! LifeLock helps monitor your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. If you become a victim, we'll help fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but LifeLock helps you keep what's yours. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Got plenty of volume out there on the highways, Parkway East. See those slow goes inbound from Boulevard of the Allies to the Fort Pitt Bridge, outbound into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Westbound on the Turnpike crash is moved off to the shoulder between the Irwin and Pittsburgh Monroeville exits. PJ McArdle Roadway still shut down with construction. That's through the 20th between Grandview Avenue and Liberty Tunnels. Accident Ridge Road at Dale Road, Jefferson Hills area. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Tonight we'll see considerable cloudiness. It will be warm and humid with widely separated thunderstorms, the low 68. Cloudy and humid tomorrow with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Tomorrow will reach a high of 80. 
Thursday, cloudy and humid with a shower in spots in the morning. That'll be followed by a thunderstorm in the afternoon. Thursday will reach a high of 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. So I want to just uh, go back to what I was saying about Kamala Harris um, at the beginning of the uh, show here. I uh, She uh, famously now has told people not to come back or not to come from uh, Guatemala through Mexico to the uh, U.S. border. They, she's telling them to stay home. And she's trying to convince uh, you and me and everybody else that the secret is to send tons of money, just just uh, throw money at the problem down in Guatemala, and then everybody will be happy there, and uh, they won't want to come to the U.S. Uh, and, you know, make the trek, as she called it, through Mexico. Uh, I'm sorry, through uh, Guatemala to Mexico, and then onto the uh, U.S. border. But it it seems like such an obvious thing to me. I mean, every day. We hear Democrats, including President Biden, uh, the big guy, uh, he's said uh, countless times that uh, America is a is uh, is plagued with systemic ra- by systemic racism. Uh, he's constantly talking about how uh, people of color are uh, are at a disadvantage; that it's just terrible for them right now. Uh, We have rioting in the streets still, uh, people still complaining about it, Black Lives Matter, setting things on fire, all the stuff that you see in the news every day. And and you have uh, uh, the vice president of the United States in a a country in in Central America saying uh, uh, she's there. The reason she is there, she admits it, is to convince people not to come to the United States. So... Why doesn't she just take the talking points that we hear up here from Democrats all the time, including the president, and just say to them, listen, I'm pretty sure you uh, you people here in Guatemala or uh, wherever she happens to be down there, I, I, think you, I think you qualify as people of color. And I'm just here to tell you that um, we've been trying to tell our own people up there in the U.S. that this is a, just a really bad place for people of color and that we need more people of color to run for and be elected to office, you're already living in a country that uh, I'm pretty sure is run by uh, people of color. So um, I don't know why you would want to leave there, because it's obvious that you think that you are better off if you are governed by people who are the same color as you. Uh, if you come to the U.S., you're, you're going to find some, but you're going to still find a lot of uh uh, white privileged people doing the governing. So why would you want to leave this paradise here in Guatemala where everybody in government is a person of color who's looking out for you and is look, always looking out for what's best for you and is always going to do what's best for you? Uh, not to mention that, you know, uh, there's less hate here because, as you know, America is a hateful country uh, and, and, and white people are being told in school, Kids are being told that they're racist just because they're white. They're they're told that they should apologize for being white. So um, you, you have it pretty good down here. There are no evil white people here. To, uh, very few. Uh, they're in a small minority. Uh, and uh, I don't understand why you would risk your lives to make the trek through Guatemala up north to uh, and uh, from Guatemala through Mexico to the U.S. border. Uh, I don't understand. So, I mean, and I'm ser- I'm 100% serious. If if they really mean what they say when they're spouting up here about how terrible things are, why wouldn't they use that if their objective is to keep people from coming here, is to tell them how terrible it is. They're telling me how terrible it is all the time. Tell them how terrible it is, and then they'll stay home. Something has told them that it's not that terrible here because they're willing to uh, grab a knapsack and, and start walking, I don't know, a thousand miles to the north and uh, trying to cross the Rio Grande River on a raft, so they they think it's pretty good up here. So you got to you got to disabuse them of that, and 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 you know maybe run some ads. You could make some really good political ads, and just say, dear people of Guatemala, uh, you're 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 please, we're, we're we we need you to stay here in Guatemala for your own good. America is a racist country. It's it's just uh, been 
uh, plagued by systemic racism, st- racism, stay where you are. I don't see how that wouldn't work. And for some reason, I don't think it would work, but I, I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't try. Anyway, speaking of that, this is this is. I think this was this morning on uh, Morning Joe, either today or yesterday. Uh, this is somebody named Mara Gay. She's on the New York Times editorial board, and she was on Morning Joe uh, talking about the election laws. Uh, take a listen to this. I think this is another area where Democrats really need to get serious about talking about what this threat is. Uh, I think you said it really well, Joe, a minute ago, where you talked about uh, the need to stop being surprised by all of this uh, and start taking it seriously. You know, it's really concerning to me that the Democrats haven't just gone ahead at this point and said we're doing this on our own in terms of uh, getting a commission together. Uh, to explain to the American people how we allowed the insurrection to take place in the Capitol. I think that really needs to move forward swiftly. Um, You know, the reality is here that uh, we have a large percentage of the American population. I don't know how big it is, but we have tens of millions of Trump voters who uh, continue to believe that their rights as citizens are under threat by simple virtue of having to share the democracy with others. I think as long as they see Americanness as the same as one with whiteness, this is going to continue. We have to figure out how to get every American a place at the table in this democracy, but how to separate Americanness, America, from whiteness. Until we can confront that and talk about that, this is really going to continue. I was on Long Island this weekend uh, visiting a really dear friend. And I was really disturbed. I saw, you know, dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with, uh, you know, uh, explicatives against Joe Biden uh, on the back of them, uh, Trump flags, and some cases just dozens of American flags, which, you know, uh, is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear. It was, this is my country. This is not your country. I own this. And so until we're ready to have that conversation, this is going to continue. What really is concerning to me as well is it's, it's not just Democrats in Congress. I think there's a large percentage of Americans, even some of my colleagues uh, in journalism, who are invested in some way in pretending that this isn't the threat that it is. That is the real concern. Because, you know, the Trump voters who are not going to get on board with democracy, they're a minority. You can marginalize them long term. But if we don't take the threat seriously, then I think we're all in really bad shape. So, uh, separating Americanness from whiteness. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but I, I think I know what she's trying to say. But um, uh, it's this is where we are now. Whiteness is a word now that is uh, so accepted uh, everywhere. You you can you can say it about any, you can make you can apply it to anything you want to make your point that whenever a white person does something, you can blame it on their whiteness. And here's my question. First of all, I want to know what an expletive, an explicative is. That's what she referred to. I think she meant expletives. But uh, Mara Gay is black, by the way, in case you didn't know. Uh, so that was her, you know, that was her take. But um, uh, I, it's, it, if, if you have whiteness, if there's such a thing as whiteness, does there have to be blackness? And Asianness, and uh, Native Americanness, and Italianness, for that matter, and Canadianness, and uh, I mean, when you throw the NESS on the end, isn't that kind of making a, a generalization? The kind of generalization that you're not—we've we, been told for a long time that you're not supposed to make—that it's that it's uh, being discriminatory, and it's stereotyping, and it's prejudiced, and it's racist, and blah blah blah. But whiteness, referring to whiteness as as Americanness, is now okay. This is a uh, someone from the editorial board of the New York Times, uh, Mara Gay. So, so she's black, and that's her take. But here's another a person of color, another black person. This is Mark Robinson. Now he uh, has a kind of a different take on what America's all about. He's a lieutenant governor of North Carolina. And he's being talked about as a good uh, chance to be 
the next governor of North Carolina. Listen to uh, Mark Robinson. The greatest example of that I saw and witnessed it firsthand on television was during 9-11. People running away from those burning buildings, running away in horror. We saw policemen and firemen running to those buildings, basically running to their deaths to go help others because they saw trouble and they knew that they were needed. That's got to be us in this day right here. We've got to run to the trouble, folks. And what is the trouble? The trouble is the Biden administration that is seeking to turn this country into a socialist hellhole. The trouble is Antifa that wants to roam the streets and beat you into submission. The trouble is Black Lives Matter. that claims to care about the lives of black people, but has turned a blind eye while violence in black communities are taking lives at a genocidal rate. They've turned a blind eye. That's where the trouble is, and that's what we've got to run to. And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Christians, that we are Americans, that we are Republicans, and that we are conservatives. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive here. And not only survive, it will thrive. So guys, it's time to put on our packs. It's time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. Because we got a fight on our hand. And our fight is not for us. It's for all those generations that's going to come behind us. Let's save America, folks. Because if there is to be freedom in this nation in the future, it is only going to become at the behest of the Republican Party, the grand old party, the party of freedom and equality, the one that always has been and the one that always will be. God bless you all. Thank you very much. God bless the great state of North Carolina, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. How do you not like that? Mark Robinson, Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina. Uh, And he is black, uh, just as uh, the woman you heard before him is black, and kind of a different perspective, isn't it? Uh, Which do you think is more healthy? Talking about what he just talked about, about not being a victim and and being strong and and running to the fight instead of cowering and, and complaining about uh, what a victim you've been all your life, uh, comparing that to whiteness and Americanness and that and having to somehow separate the two, if if you can ever figure out what that it is, whatever whiteness is, I guess, but. Uh, Pretty big, uh, pretty big difference between the two comments there. I thought it was interesting and wanted to play them back to back. You tell me who you like best. If it's me, I'm voting for Mark. I'll be right back. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching, his paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. 
D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950, much cheaper than replacing your carpets. Hey, Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behaviour in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-in Pestfree goes to work, keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair dinkum. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Go pestfree.com promo code PEN. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, there's a chance uh, that uh, it looks like, anyway, that we are beginning to get back to normal. Um, although I went into two banks today, earlier this afternoon. Uh, the first bank I went in, it, it was a smaller bank, and there was. Uh, Nobody in there except for myself and um, and the, a woman that I saw. You know, there might have been other people in the bank, but the only visible person was behind the uh, at you know at the at the window, teller's window, and she was wearing a mask. And I asked if uh, if I needed to wear one because I came in without one. And she said, uh, "Yeah, we're kind of still doing it." And I said, "Okay, it made me want to throw up." But anyway, I I I, I put it on. So then I went to another bank, a larger bank, and uh, I went in and I wore my mask in, and I looked, and there were six or eight people in line, and not one person was wearing a mask. That's a good sign. Uh, the people working there, of course, were wearing masks. So there's a Gallup pullout, uh, and it shows that um, people are now beginning to come back to life and beginning to think that they are... Uh, it's okay to come outside and you know quit hiding. 
It says Americans have become less likely to believe that the best advice for healthy people during the pandemic is to stay home to help prevent the spread of the virus. It was 91% of the people in March 2020 said it was a good idea to stay home, 67% at the start of this year, and it's now down to 44%. There's still 44% of the people out there who think healthy people should stay home. Now, here's the best, though. 87% of Republicans and 64% of independents uh, think that uh, people should be trying to lead their normal lives. In other words, you know, get out from under your bed, quit hiding, don't wear your mask when you're walking your dog outside with no humans around. But uh, 71% of Democrats believe <laughs> people should still stay home as much as possible. Now, 85% of Democrats believe that you should... This is saying that healthy people should stay home. 85% of Democrats thought that you should stay home in April, even if you're feeling pretty good. You should. Everybody should be hiding at home. Uh, 29%, now it's 71%. But the, so uh, only 29%, three out of 10 Democrats right now, think it's a good idea to get back to normal. Is this, is this part of the, the worshiping of victimhood? That, that that's, It's one thing to promote victimhood in other people and, and feel sorry for them and exalt yourself by saying that you're out there to help them. Uh, is this another example of, 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 of just um, thriving on victimhood and, and just worshiping victimhood? Because, I mean, after... After all this, how could anybody not think it's time to get back to normal and get out of your house and, and just walk out your door without a mask and get in your car and go somewhere and don't worry about social distancing and standing in one of those stupid circles at the supermarket? 71% of Democrats, is that, uh, if you're a Democrat out there, do you, or do you actually still think that you should be staying at home? And if you are, are you home now? Are you listening in your car? What is wrong with you people? Seriously. Come on. How much longer are you going to hide under your beds? 71%. We'll see if we can get that down to 65. Two out of three by what? Christmas? Oh, boy. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.